So recently, a lot of things have been coming uh, to light with uh, David Dobrik and the Vlog Squad, his team. Um, and I kind of want to go over that and how David Dobrik tricked so many people, including me. He honestly seduced America. He seduced the world into thinking he was this good guy, even though when you really look at his content, at its most bare, it's not better than anything that Jake Paul or, you know, Logan Paul has done as far as the bad stuff they've done. I understand Logan Paul has grown as a person, but, you know, people like that who have, you know, done just, just terrible, horrific things, um, his content is on par with those people, but yet he was able to kind of pull the wool over everyone's eyes and people didn't even realize what they were consuming. Uh, which was honestly low-grade, disgusting content that involved racism a lot of the time, that involved sexual assault sometimes, and that involved degrading people like, you know, overweight people, um, people with, you know, um, I believe it's dwarf dwarfism. And we just, in a world where we call ourselves woke, this generation, generation, millennials and Generation Z specifically, accepted these actions and laughed along. But if there was a different person who was doing it, like Logan Paul or Jake Paul, then it would be considered just like, oh my goodness, this is terrible. So I want to go over, because it just happened that I'm, I'm currently listening to the book, and I've listened to it before, um, but only like quickly on YouTube, but I actually got the Audible recently and right now I'm listening to it um I'm almost halfway done but it is a book called The Art of Seduction and The Art of Seduction basically explains the different types of seducers and how to seduce people using the type that kind of fits what's most seductive about you best and I want to say I believe that um that yeah I believe the way that unlike Jake Paul and Logan Paul and all of the other you know, people on the internet who receive criticism for their negative actions. Um, I think that David Dobrik is a master seducer, whether he realized it or not. Uh, you know, naturally charming and, and in this ability to just have people somehow just not see the worst in him. He's able to play it off. Uh, specifically, though, I believe, and I'm just getting into this book, so maybe I'm a little off on some things. And I'm going to pull up an article or two to kind of go over what type of seducer he is to make sure I get it as accurate as possible in this moment. I just felt like I had to just, I had to record this now because I feel like this is a moment in time and I just have to speak on it uh, now versus waiting. But I believe that um, David Dobrik is a natural or the natural and so the natural, they're the type of seducer where they embody the longed-for qualities of childhood. It's actually, if I'm not mistaken, I recently saw a quote that somebody was using kind of against David Dobrik where he was saying he made adult, or somebody in his group, but I believe it was him, he was saying that he made uh, adult content for children. And so that's exactly kind of what the natural is where it's like they're an adult, but like, they appeal to the to the childhood or the you know the, the childlike nature of of what people kind of long for um 
And so I, I don't know, I just think it's kind of compatible with what he said and who he is as a person. Um, and so I'm reading from here. Okay, so I'm reading from, from Wikipedia, uh, kind of what they've uh, extracted from the Book of, the Ar of Seduction. And it says, the natural seducer is the one who has somehow retained the childhood trait. They have an innocent quality about them which makes them irresistible. Tell me that David Dobrik doesn't have an innocent quality. You know, he keeps his face clean shaven. He has a, a fat, you know, kind of chubby face. He laughs all the time, which, by the way, is fake laughter. But he laughs all the time like a baby. You know, he has this, you know, his tongue's always sticking out like a dog. I don't know if these are intentional actions or maybe, like, he realized, like, kind of as life went on, like, oh, these are things people like about me. And he's, like, exaggerated them on film. But, yeah, these are qualities, like, he's, like, embedded into who he is as a person and who, like, literally, who keeps their tongue out all the time as an adult. And it's not like it's in, he doesn't have, like, a, a, a medical situation and that's the reason why. It's like, no, like, he, he just seems to, you know, it just, he seems to be adding to his, like, chipper personality and, yeah, I'm a fun-loving guy laughing and big smiles and, you know, a kind of fun, goofy voice, you know, um, Barney-esque, you know, and so it's like, it, it gives you this kind of, just this innocent vibe, so that's why I think so many people have missed it, because although in his video, it might be racism and sexual assault, he pulls off the natural act of seducing so well, and the part of the natural is, you know, reminding people of childhood, or, you know, being, like, childlike, even though, you know, he's an adult, and so he has his tongue sticking out, he has a big smile, he has his laughter, and it distracts you that, oh wait, he just set his friend up to be sexually assaulted, oh wait, he just made uh, anti-Asian jokes, oh wait, he just made anti-African American jokes, oh wait, he just, like, you know what I mean, continuing to perpetuate stereotypes, oh wait, he's surrounding his black friend around monkeys, like, you don't even realize it, because he's just like, he's distracting you with, you know, all of his seductive behaviors, and I know it might sound interesting to people, like, how is, you know, being, being childlike seductive, but it is because it appeals to the thing in us as adults, where it's like, because uh, children who watch David's vlogs, they don't really realize what's going on, they're just developing, but as adults, for adults who've watched these vlogs and just sat by, like, I think I was, like, 18 or 19, when I was watching David's vlogs, or maybe I was, like, 20, 21, and, you know, and I was distracted and I was seduced by his childlike nature and actually the type of person I am, I'm like, I like, it's appealing to me when people are like, you know, bushy-tailed and bright-eyed, like, that's a thing that I am attracted to in just personalities and so it like, even when I saw this stuff going on, I was, I was still distracted and I would always say, you know, if I was ever talking to someone about David Dobrik, I would always mention the fact that, yeah, I hear he has a past, but, you know, I, I'm assuming he's grown from it and he's apologized. And then at one point, I just realized to myself, like, nah, he's like, I don't know if his apologies have been sufficient enough. And I actually stopped watching his vlogs because I realized that, like, you know, like, this guy, he needs to, you know, maybe, you know, he's not making his content currently, but he needs to really directly mention what he did wrong why it was wrong and sincerely apologize but i don't think david is is sorry for anything in fact if you listen to his apology it's comp it's completely false like 
you know, there's this body language guy on YouTube who's kind of going over David's body language. But I think outside of his body language, like just a week prior, David was trying to disprove um, the gentleman, Seth, who was, you know, accusing him of the actions of sexual assault and racism. And then like five days later, after the story gets big enough, David's like, I'm sorry. And like, like, I'm sincerely sorry. Like, how are you sincerely sorry, sir? You were just trying to disprove him. And you were, you know, kind of like, you know, again, doing that silly panting in the background of, of his, you know, videos. And so, yeah. Um, but let me continue reading what the master is. They have an innocent quality um, about them, which makes them irresistible. Like a child, they are impish, vulnerable, and defenseless, open and spontaneous. They make their audience lower their guards because they appear so guilelessly, is that how you say that? <laughs> and fresh. So they appear so guilelessly and fresh. Uh, people are attracted to them because they represent a refreshing experience in contrast to the daily seriousness of adult life. Though the naturals present a childlike quality, they also bring the wisdom of adulthood and combine these two together to create an irresistible charm. Uh, and then in the book, he uses Charlie Chaplin as an example. Um, I believe he uses Josephine Baker as an example as well in the book. And this is it. This is why our guards were down because we were, we were seduced. We were an audience seduced. And obviously there's people who saw past this um, and like realized at the heart of it, like his jokes were cruel um, or, you know, not even jokes. Like the, the, I mean, the jokes were cruel, but also the actions were cruel. Um, there was people who saw beyond this because they either are not attracted to that type of personality or they just were able to see through it. Um, and there were times where I would watch the vlogs where I'm like, dang, can they just give like Nick a break, which they call Jonah, which is so insulting to not only um, Nick, but to Jonah Hill, the actor. It's literally disgusting. I know Jonah Hill would hate that. Um, and so it's like that that's just terrible. And then, you know, when they would make fun of, you know, Dick Nick's height, I would always just kind of cringe. But, I w you know, I would let it pass because, you know. David has that baby face and, and it's appealing and you know he, he keeps his hair shaggy you know so you don't see his aging and and it's just like it's it's appealing and this is why I think uh, David has gotten away with these um, with these actions is because he seduced us uh, but fortunately now justice is coming um, and Logan Paul said it a few years ago he's like you know, because I think David was trying to criticize Logan Paul. And then Logan's like, dude, if you keep up the way you're acting, it's going to come to bite you in the back one day. I think David could have avoided this if he didn't spend his whole life, like, be treating people as if they were disposable and using them to, to, to go to his next height. Just what I've noticed was a pattern. Like, if you look at Dom, his friend, you know, he, even though Dom's obviously a predator, but, you know, even he, like, he disposed of him. He didn't dispose of Dom because of, you know, his actions. He disposed of Dom when he realized, like, oh, this is going to come in conflict with my income. David, be honest. Be honest about who you are. Show people who you really are. And you'll have a lot more respect. Because you've lost people's respect. And you're, you're you know, you're, you're, everything you've built is starting to crumble. 
And obviously, you're going to still retain a lot of your wealth and you'll probably be able to build back up easily when people move on to the next story or when the next wave of the pandemic happens. But what you have to understand is you really have to change as a person. You have to change your heart because you're you're not okay. Like he's probably not listening to this, but it's just like that's not okay. The actions you've done is not okay. The fact that you tried to 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 defame Seth after making blatantly racist jokes. Who cares if he says he was okay with it at the time? It's still wrong because you're offending a, an entire race of a, of the human population. And on top of that, I don't know. It just it's just like it's so obvious, David. And yeah, you grew up in a racist town, so you thought racism was okay. You grew up in a racist Midwest town. I'm from the similar spot as you. Um, but that those actions shouldn't carry on further. And you should really see the error of your ways. And not just because it's trendy or not just because it's financially beneficial to you, should you be aware. You really need to sit down and you probably need to get into therapy to work on some personal things in your life outside of your issues with, you know, facilitating sexual assault and racism. Um, but also there's maybe some personal things going on internally that you need to work on and then you can start getting into the root of the issues of, okay, let me deconstruct my racism. Let me deconstruct, you know, why I, you know, allow these terrible things to go on, why I, I treat people like, you know, like trash. And so, yeah, um, that's all I'm going to say for now. Um, this is the thing that I'm reviewing I'm turning this podcast into a review podcast so I'll be reviewing situations I would be reviewing things for news I w- I'll be reviewing food I, w- I will be reviewing um, music I'll be reviewing anything that is to be reviewed I'm still working on the name of what I'm going to change this podcast to but uh, stay tuned if you would like to hear more and thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon <laughs>